Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated to fantasy wrestling. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you're a first time listener listening to this podcast, basically what I do on this podcast is I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, and Peerview, and I compare it to playing fantasy sports. I know a lot of you guys watch wrestling and you're wondering, hey, is there fantasy wrestling sites or competitions or leagues that I can jump into? There's always fantasy wrestling leagues or sites or competitions that you can jump into. But I am the only podcast that I know of, unless somebody wants to shoot me a little hint or idea or Twitter or whatever. Um, nobody can help anybody out for who to start and who to sit. Basically, that's what I do in this podcast. Uh, if you have the, if you want to ask me any fantasy wrestling questions, you can hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. That is my Twitter account. Um, basically, what I do in this podcast is I tell you the three things we should pay attention to during the week. I tell you the three wrestlers that had the best week in terms of fantasy. I call them my fantasy studs of the week. Three wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. They are my fantasy duds of the week. They might have to do with fantasy points, but kind of they lost matches they were supposed to or just kind of bad weeks in terms of fantasy. I also tell you how I did in my predictions for starts and sits of last week. And I also give you two starts and two sits for this upcoming week. Uh, this upcoming week is coming up Raw and SmackDown. And now I'd like to end it up with a lighter note with the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week. And all together, i like to wrap this thing up in about 15 minutes. Um, before I get distracted and, and go on my little um, three things we should learn in a week, I uh, just want to know in the next two weeks, I'm going to have a guest host. And he is going to help me uh, do some fantasy wrestling. I don't know how exactly we're going to approach this, but um, we are setting up a date that we can kind of do it where, you know, I'm going to get a different opinion of what I usually spiel and my shtick and all that fun jazz. And I, a different opinion is very good for podcasts because people like to listen to a little different opinion than what you normally say. So it'll be good for everybody uh, just to kind of help with starts and sets and go and stuff like that. Anyways, so let's go in with the... Three things we learned during the week. Uh, number three is they are going to combine the um, women's tag team titles on the main roster with the women's NXT tag team titles that could defend on NXT. Uh, this should have been done a while ago. There's not enough women tag team um, on all three shows, whatever you want to call it, for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT to have two different titles. You should just combine them all into one, which it looks like they're going to do. It's going to be Ryan Rousey and Blazer taking on uh, Carter and Chance. Eventually, they don't have a date yet set for it, but um, it's going to happen sooner or later. And I don't like uh, Carter and Chance's chances. I think that sounds right. Uh, just because Ryan Rousey and Blazer just basically just beat them like stepchildren. Sorry about that offense. But you can't have a combat. You can't have a com- um. You can't have two titles merge if one team is more dominant than the other. So something crazy is going to have to happen where it's a legitimate fair fight. If not, Blazer and Ronda Rousey are going to clearly win this match. Uh, number two thing we learned during the week is the SmackDown women's title. I'm sorry, whatever it's called now. It's the Raw women's title, but it gets defended on SmackDown. Um, Asuka's the champion. She got a new title. I don't know what it's called. I, I, I can't keep track of what all these titles are called. Whatever, it's the Asuka title, and that she just beat Bianca Belair for. Uh, Bianca Belair says she's going to get a title shot soon. 
And all of a sudden, Ron, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Charlotte comes out. And she says she wants to be the first competitor for it. Oscar says, okay, go ahead. And now you have three people where eventually, I think when they have Oscar go against uh, Charlotte Flair, uh, Bianca Belair is going to interfere, and it's going to be just craziness. So don't really expect a title change when they figure out how they're going to solve this problem with this, who's next and who's got first and first dibs and rematch causes. It's just I don't think anything's going to change anytime soon for a title. But just yeah, people are just stepping in line. It's just really weird how it's going. And the number one thing, speaking of Charlotte, is Charlotte just actually cut ahead of Bianca Belair, and she's the number one competitor for the new title that Oscar has. So like I said, this is a little weird how it's going. Um, until they can kind of straighten out who's next, who's first, you can't really give somebody. A match unless you know who's next in line and it's kind of crazy but to be fair Bianca Belair should be the number one first person to get a chance at the title because usually the re there's a rematch clause where if you use it, lose the title your next year automatically get automatic rematch but that doesn't look like that's what's happening now it's a little weird Charlotte just skips the line and I don't want to talk about Charlotte Flair but anyways so let's get into our top three Fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy. Uh, number three is Anto Santos Escobar. I got a little tongue tied there. He beat Mustafa Ali in a Money in the Bank qualified match. Uh, I would consider, I only have this match in there because I think it's an upset. Um, I don't think Santos Escobar is really that great of a wrestler, neither is Ali, but I thought Ali would have a legitimate chance to win this match. And I thought. Escobar winning actually makes less sense than Ali winning, but whatever. I consider it an upset. That's why I have my as my number three fantasy wrestler of the week. Uh, number two is Austin Theory, successfully defeating his defending his U.S. title against Jay Uso. I make sure you talk about main event Jay Uso in a little bit and how he's going to be the tribal chief, and it's a long storyline. But anyways, um, I have Austin Theory at number two just for the quality of opponent and successfully defend his title. The only problem with Austin Theory is he doesn't have a main challenger right now, so I don't know who he's going to fight at Money in the Bank if he even has a match at all. But good for him, successfully defend the title. That's all you can ask out of anybody. And the number one person, uh, wrestler of the week, is Seth Rollins. I have him as the number one fantasy start of the week because he's... Uh, because he successfully defended his new world title against Damian Priest. I have this as number one, uh, just be, just in the fact that um, it's a quality opponent, and it looks like the next person that's going to fight him is going to be uh, Finn Balor, which is another quality opponent. It's the only way you can build credibility for this new title that Seth Rollins has is he has to keep fighting as often as he can against other wrestlers that are quality opponents. And during the week, Braun Breaker also challenged Seth Rollins for his title. Um, it depends on how your league goes. If it's just the Raw, SmackDown, and Pay-Per-View League, you're going to get screwed because more than likely they're going to have Braun Breaker fight Seth Rollins on NXT, and it's not going to be in the main event um, roster. So you're not going to get points for that. So you just got to see how your league goes for if they include NXT matches or not. And you have to see where they're going to have this Braun Breaker-Rollins match, which I think they're going to put it on either NXT or on an NXT Pay-Per-View. And that's kind of what it will hurt you if you have a Raw, SmackDown, or uh, Pay-Per-View League, which is most leagues that do fantasy wrestling. Okay, as for the fantasy duds of the week, number three is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is out of the world title picture against Roman. Then he's got a rivalry going against Brock. And now he's 
I don't want to say he's stepping down the ladder every couple weeks, but now it looks like he's going to start a few with Dominic Mysterio, which I'm a big fan of Dominic Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio is a good guy to have for fantasy because he always wins. Um, but it looks like Cody Rhodes is like out of the title picture, and they don't know where exactly how or if he's going to get another title match. But it, it's just Codes is falling down the ladder when he should be trying to climb it again and get another title match, which doesn't make any sense. He's playing Dominic, so he has to kind of find a way, if you have him for fantasy, uh, to get back into the title picture. He's not going to get any title picture if he's fighting Brock. While he's fighting Brock in between pay-per-views, he's fighting Dominic Mysterio, and he's probably going to fight the whole um, Judgment Day. So he's going to go through all them. So it's, it's going to be a while till he gets in the title picture. So Cody Rhodes, you might want to think about not starting or pick not if I'm going to have him, but, but picking him up. He doesn't have as much value as he, he might have at the end of the, your fantasy season, which is not toward WrestleMania. Uh, number two is uh, fantasy dud of the week is Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's five and like rivaling like five guys at once this week. Uh, he just lost to Butch in the Money Bank qualifying match. He got attacked <coughs> um, after his match. He fought on NXT. He's just all over the board. Until he can stay on one show, he's a free agent. He can bounce around from show to show. Unless he can stay on one show and actually have a rivalry where he thinks he can win, you stay away from Baron Corbin. He's not going to do anything for you. He's not going to help at all for you win for your fantasy league. Unless you're in some kind of league that counts per appearances and not quite as much points as per match. But very few leagues do that. I stay away from those leagues because you never know how, what's going to happen. Um, but like I said, just stay away from Corbin until you can actually stay in one show. And I, the number one fantasy does of the week, I hate to do this, but wrestlers that debuted and fight for and then fight and then lose. Uh, Chance and Carter, uh, I know you're the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, but you lost your debut match against Blazer and Ronda Rousey. I thought maybe there'd be some kind of TQ, something to not have the challengers, I see challengers even though they're all tag team champions. Chance and Carter, I thought they have a legitimate chance. They just got beat, blown out of the water. I know it was a back and forth match, but they had no chance of winning this match. Uh, they needed, they should, the, the WWE should have had something happen where uh, Ronda Rousey and Blazer got DQ'd. Uh, because now, if you have this rematch again for both titles, people are going to think that Chance and Carter had no chance of winning this match, which I didn't think they were going to have to begin with. But it kind of less, lessens their chance of even winning even more. So it kind of decreases. Uh, the likelihood of them keeping their titles because it's going to be a unification match pretty soon. Okay, anyways, let's go into last week's starts and sits, and let's see how close my my accurate my predictions were. Uh, last week, I said to uh, start um, Zoe Stark. I said she's going to beat Natalia. I was correct on that. I said to start um, uh, Butch. I think he's gonna, I said he was going to beat Baron Corbin. I was correct on that. I said to sit Becky Lynch. I thought Zoe Stark was going to interfere in a match, and she did not, so Becky Lynch did win against Sonya Deville. I was wrong in that prediction. Um, and I also said to sit Damian Priest. I said Seth Rollins isn't going to lose his debut match with his new title. So uh, Damian Priest is not... I'm trying to talk about it as fast as I can. Um, Damian Priest was correct in losing in a match against Rollins. So Stark, I was right. Butch, I was right. Becky Lynch, I was wrong. And Damian Priest, I was correct on with the Leonard loss. Okay, as for this week's starts and sits... I'm going to start in the uh, tag team division on SmackDown. I'm going to start AJ Styles and Mitchin um, taking on Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Always go against Karrion Cross. I don't care who he is. He has not been anybody. I know he tagged AJ for no reason at all this week. But listen, it's AJ's career against Karrion Cross. I'll go all in on AJ. Uh, there's 
Karrion Cross. I don't know what he has. He he can't beat anybody. He hasn't beat anybody. He's been on the main roster. He did a little spat with um, um, Drew McIntyre, which didn't really lead anywhere for either wrestler. But Karrion Cross, I listen until he can beat somebody more than one week in a row. Stay away from. Him. Um, another start. I'm starting Cody Rhodes. He's going to go into the Miz. I don't think. Cody Rhodes is going to lose this match. I can't see it. The only way Miz has a chance is if Dominic Mysterio distracts Cody Rhodes enough that Cody gets a loss, which could happen, but I don't think it's going to. So I'm going to expect Cody Rhodes to win, but I'm expecting Dominic to show up during the match. I'm going to sit uh, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. I don't think either one's going to have a match this week. Uh, Roman's going to be on SmackDown, so Jimmy and Jay are more than likely not going to have a match. And they have a little tiff with each other of Jimmy's super kicking Jay, and there's all kinds of problems, like there always is every week. But I don't think either one is going to have a match. They might do a promo. Um, Jay might, but I don't think it's either one are going to have a match, so you stay away from the Usos. And I'm also going to sit Matt Riddle. He is going against Damian Priest in the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Um, I think Guther is going to screw Matt Riddle in his match. I don't know why, but he, I think he's going to. And they're going to have Riddle versus Gunther at the next preview, Money in the Bank. So uh, pre, uh, Riddle is going to lose. So start Damian Priest. So and my pick was the sit Riddle. I know it's fairly com- complicated, but uh, really quickly, start Styles and Mitchum. Uh, start Cody Rhodes. Sit the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, even though they're not technically together. But they're not either one's going to have a match. And sit Matt Riddle. Anyways, for the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week... Main event, Jay Uso, should not be called main event, Jay Uso, because to be called main event, Jay Uso, you have to win matches that matter, which he does not. Because of his loss against Austin Theory on SmackDown, I know there's people that interfere, whatever, I'm not, doesn't matter. He is now 0-4 in singles title matches in his career. Uh, he's 0-2 in the U.S. title matches, he's 0-2 in the Universal title matches. Listen, you can't have the big, the, you can't have the name of main event, Jey Uso, if you can't win matches that matter. I don't care who interferes, whatever. If you're good, you know how to win, and you know how to step up your game when it has to. And he did not, so he should not have the, main, the name main event. Jey Uso, and he's not the travel chief. There's all kinds of problems with that. But anyways, um, that's it for this week for Fantasy Wrestling Talk. If you guys want to hit me up, look, uh, I can't even talk now. If you guys want to hit me up at Fantasy Wrestling Talk, it's Mike Ariel Wintry. Um, I hope you guys enjoy more Money in the Bank qualifying matches. And just remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope you guys have a good week. And um, go back and listen to my old podcast and see how close it was. Thank you for listening. Bye.